This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Joy Weekend Breakfast with Paul and Ando. Very excited this morning. We have comedian, presenter, celebrant, speaker, all-round funny woman, Annie Louie, here to talk to us about her Moosehead winning award show that is on at the Melbourne Fringe for a limited time. Good morning, Annie. Good morning. Hello. Hey. I really enjoyed your topic about going to space, but it does make me think about those exercises they make you do during recruitment around what are you going to take if you were to go out in a survival activity, like out in the bush, yeah. you've got your 10 items and you, then you're going to be assessed about like, they're none, none of them are wrong, but you know, you might not get the job depending on how you work together as a team. So I feel tested. If, what would I take to space? What would you take any other than me? Oh, um, <laughs> or me. Oh, you could take <laughs> okay, both. Well, you could take both of us. I would Annie. take both of you. Oh, That's right. And spots. then we would have endless conversation. Does time even exist up there? I mean, it does, doesn't it? It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's measured differently. You've got light years and stuff. But yeah, I would love to spend eternity <laughs> with you two. Oh. Hey, enough about space. What is this show, Annie Louise Flirting with Death? What's it about? Oh, yes. Uh, It is about all of my experiences with death throughout my life. And because I grew up with an older dad, I was always, it was front of mind, you know, these serious topics, like you're concerned for him. But it's also got a lot of comedy to it as well, because, uh, yeah, it's a dark comedy. And this uh, is a remount from my comedy festival show. And we've added a lot of new stuff that is highly entertaining. I actually stop, can't stop cracking up because I've got this actor now who plays former Lord Mayor John So, and he <laughs> is hilarious. He's this guy, uh, Yi Jin. He's an actor that I met through Melbourne Theatre Company, and he just nails it every time. And people really lose it, so he, they don't want him to go. Was and it- this is one of the, just one of the improvements that I've made. Are you like the Lavinia Nixon for your John So? Like the the <laughs> remember how John So would often have Lavinia oh Nixon beside him to do the translating or the or yeah I think yeah she would say exactly what he said but because he had a strong accent he was sometimes difficult to understand. Oh wow no I can't find any of those clips on YouTube but I would love oh. to rewatch. All right <laughs> yeah, I'm that's not- my homework. Now you give me as always giving me work to do. But um and- uh, is, is, is it a, is it a dark show then? Is it you're going to be covering all things like macabre? Um, yeah, it gets a little bit macabre, but it's always there with uh, a bit of lightness too. So I try to stick to the truth because I really did work at a funeral home during the pandemic. And mm. I think people who have difficult jobs like that just have the best sense of humour. Like you're always using laughs to let off a bit of steam. And I think that's the environment I want to create for people, that they are listening to true tales and that it's okay for them to laugh. And, you know, some people come into the show with... Um, different experiences and even at the end of Comedy Festival uh, there was a person who texted me saying, oh, you know, I actually had to leave with my friend because her dad passed away right before the <gasps> show, like while she was in line for the show. Oh, and no. they were like, we'll oh. try and come back, you know, the next season. So I'm like, yeah, I, I can't guarantee where, where people are coming from. So I just try to uh, advertise that, that, you know, there, there are some of these themes. But what are the, what are the chances? You know, usually people <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, just want to have a drink and, and relax. But <laughs> You could move one stage further, yeah. and You might actually kill someone laughing if they come to your show. 
choke on Yeah, choke I really on don't want to get sued for that. I do have uh, public liability insurance, but I'm not sure if uh, that's that's covered. A full <laughs> death in the audience. Uh, yeah, don't don't come if uh, you you might want to. Yeah, if you're on heart medication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Annie, I do love the fact that you you're talking about you, you talk about the undiscussables. Like death is something that. It's reality. It's it's going to happen to all of us at some point. Inevitable. Yes, yes. that's the word. And is yes. it true that yeah. you went to more funerals as a kid than birthday parties? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, having strict parents, I guess I wasn't allowed to go to that many birthday parties. Uh, but at the same time, we did have a lot of elderly relatives and friends of my dad. So I would say I didn't actually go to a wedding until I was probably 21. And funerals were definitely... Like the the thing I was most familiar with, and Chinese ones in particular. So we would always go to like the same chapel. They get buried in the same spot because uh, they have the Asian section at the Springvale Botanical Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just seemed like something that I didn't know was unusual until I got older. I'm like, oh, you, people go, I've never been to a funeral. I'm like, oh. I'm 13. I've been to heaps. <laughs> Annie, I think I've got a great idea for you. You should do a remake of the film Four Weddings and a Funeral and call it Four Funerals and a Wedding. And a Birthday Party. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you should be the comedian. This is wild. Yeah, no, I haven't. I did think about puns in the title. I went through – naming the show was quite difficult because, you know, there's a lot of movies out there um, about death and I even considered a Weekend at Annie's. At one point <laughs> in, the, in that movie, you know, the guy is uh, is dead and his friends just Poor like birdie. pretend that he's not and drag him around. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Death Becomes Her, the movie. I was thinking about maybe <laughs> playing good. with that as well. Even um, Red Flag Funerals was like just for the alliteration, except, you know, Red Flags are very much about relationships now. So that was off the cards. And we kind of landed on this. Uh, people get it confused saying, oh, yeah, doing that Dancing with Death show. I'm like, close enough. You know, close, close. enough. Oh, you hate it when people get tired. <laughs> Wrong as I always do. So they're calling it. Oh, I should have done that. That would have agitated you beautifully, Annie. Hey, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I was fortunate enough to work alongside you during pandemic, as you secretly had this side hustle as a funeral assistant. Um, how was driving those ginormous hearses? Oh, I talk about this in the show and it's very, very difficult. I consider myself a good driver. Like mm. I got 100% on my driving test in Carlton. Notoriously mm. difficult. Hello. Uh, but it, you just can't get those angles right. They've got low bottoms. They've got, um, yeah, this. you don't really know what's happening at the back. Like everything slides around. And uh, the best <gasps> advice that I got no. was that you've got, to, you've got to, yeah, you've got to drive it like it's an ambulance. Apparently ambulance drivers are very good at this. Like there's a particular center of gravity. It's like there's a pin in the middle and you've got to, yeah, maneuver around this centre point. Did, so I never quite got there. Like, we, yeah, there's a did, few tips and tricks. Annie, like, is it the bodies that move around in the coffin or the coffin that moves around in the car? Oh, everything. Yeah, they will move Annie. around. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, that's just, it's science. It's physics. Like, you know, they, yeah. So that's why you do a final check before you. you that Mrs. Brown is still in the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she hasn't shot out the window. No, they're, they're there. Just like, you know, you just want to make them look, look neater and... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. This is a lot for Saturday morning, I, I will admit. But hey, now, we're, we're living, we're learning. Is there any audience participation? Did you actually get to engage with people during the show? Oh, great question. Yes, I do. Uh, low levels, low risk audience participation. But normally I'll ask people, you know, how they found out about the show and to cheer for their age groups to do a little survey at the start. And then uh, there's one person who gets to come up on stage and play a game. 
closer to the end. But oh. otherwise, it's, you can just sit It's a Russian roulette or something. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, if you're flirting with death, you might as yes. well play the ultimate game. Goodness me. Oh, yeah, yeah any- sure. And then... They disappear forever. Ooh. Ooh. Annie, you that are also dark. doing something pretty cool um, for the city of Moreland, any folks that have access needs. What's going on there? Yeah, that's right. We have a bus that's being run tomorrow. So if you really want to get on this bus, uh, the RSVP was yesterday, but shoot us through a message. The details are on the Fringe uh, listing on my show page. And, yeah, if you've got m- mobility needs, we can come pick you up. We can oh, also cool. – uh, we're doing – yeah, we're doing Auslan night as well. So we are going to be having an interpreter there. And I've already uh, got one person who RSVP'd with their guide dog. So I'm very excited to Beautiful. have this inclusive show. Yeah. That's so good. Annie, just give us the rundown of the deets again. Yes, I'm performing at Trades Hall. Tomorrow's show is at 8 p.m., mm-hmm. except the rest of the shows from Tuesday onwards will be at 9 o'clock, and there's only six more left. No Mondays. So oh. come along, and there's plenty of seats left. It's quite a big room, uh, but it fills up nicely. So hopefully we've got some last-minute walk-ups. Fantastic. So you can head to melbournefringe.com.au or annielouie.com to find out all the information and details. It's been lovely having you on the show. But oh, before you go, we, you. Want, we want some yeah. tickets, Annie. Can we have two tickets, please? All right. Yeah, yeah, have two tickets. Not for you, though. Please give them away, and these uh, this double pass can go to a listener. So if anyone wants to get two tickets to see Annie's show, Flirting With Death, please jump onto the text machine 0427 569 949 and tell us why you should go. First person in with the best answer is going to get those tickets. Love it. Thank you so much. much. Great to talk to you. Annie, best of luck with the show. And uh, avoid death, I think, is the advice this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That was Annie Louie there. um, Fantastic fringe show, Flirting with Death, um, which is going to be from the 6th to the 14th of October at Trades Hall. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.